put in Tortora on site, on location at Pizza Man Pub here on 50 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York. We're here every single month celebrating your Baldwinsville Bees. Tonight, we have the Baldwinsville Bees girls basketball team in season. And we have the rest of the captains here with me. We have Bree DeZuba as well as Medea Simons. Please give them a round of applause. So first and foremost, Medea, how'd you how'd your fellow captains do? How'd Sierra and Neela do? They did amazing. I'm actually very proud of Sierra. She did so as much as I thought she would. And then Neela, she's the best public speaker I've ever seen. She did great. She did great. All right. Bree? I agree. Sierra did great. I <laughs> she kept her composure, a lot less laughing than I expected. And you know, Neela is just she's a great yapper. She's a great conversator. <laughs> Great conversator. You said you're surprised that Sierra didn't laugh as much. Yes. Is she known to laugh through many things? Yes, Sierra. Sierra's a laugher, definitely. She's a laugher. Okay. Can she ever be serious? Depends on the day. Depends yeah. on the day. Okay. So today, did she have a serious moment? Um, maybe a few. Maybe a few. Once in a while. All right. Brie, who is, who is the most serious on the team, in your opinion? Who's like the stone wall? Stone wall. Stone wall. I would say my dear friend, Maddie Polky. Okay. <laughs> and on defense, she is just, she locks herself in. She's a stone wall. Nobody gets by her. Okay. So she's a stone wall, serious-wise, and on defense. Yes. Okay. Who is the personality that is most off the wall, Medea? Sierra Natoli. I mean, the other day we were in practice, and we were just doing a normal scrimmage, and she took the ball and she megged me, and they made a basket out of the play. She, she, so what'd she, she do with it? She megged me. Like, I was, I was playing defense, and I'm between my legs and past the green. Oh, okay. All right. Did you learn from that? Did you learn now how to kind of handle... She's done it twice. So She's no, done I it haven't. twice. <laughs> this happens a lot. See, that's how I beat my cousin, Jeremy, who was over six foot, is that I would wait for him to be on defense, and he would open up his legs and stand like that, and I'd just shoot it and go around. I'd just go right between and then go around. But I'd have to do it myself because we were playing one-on-one. -on -one. So shout out to you, Sierra. You know how to kind of take advantage of those moments. So you've learned, Medea? Yeah, I've learned now. Okay, you've learned now. All right, fair enough. Who on the team would be the best teacher to get a class to listen to them? Medea. Maddie Polky. Okay, why? She would just, she just gets serious and her face would get really, like, like, like that. It'll that get right really there. straight. <laughs> it's scary. She does have that serious teacher face when she wants to. You just channeled that so easily. How did you do that? <laughs> Where does that? Come? It's it's terrifying. It, but it's just it was immediate. Yeah, no, she called upon it and it was just there. She's she as hard as you can, then she'll go snap. She'll go right there. All right, Bree. Who on the team is the class clown? Bev Marinelli is my class clown. Why? Because I, you know, I drive Bev a lot of places. And she is just always making trouble in my car. She's always making trouble in your car? Yes, there's never a dull moment with that one. Making trouble in your car. 
means what? You know, my front window, <laughs> she likes to roll it down, and if there's someone walking with a dog, she likes to bark at them. She likes to bark at people that are walking dogs. Yes, and now my front window is broken, so she can't do that anymore. Did you break it so she couldn't yeah. use it? I think she broke it herself. From just putting it down as many times as she has? Yes. How do people respond when she barks at them? They just look kind of confused and I just drive away. <laughs> okay. Have you accomplished what you were setting out to do? Yes. 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 Okay. Definitely. All right. All right. Yes. Fair enough. So I have so many questions now. <laughs> There's so many questions. When did the barking start? <laughs> Yeah. When, did she, been like when, this. Did, when did she exhibit barking, I guess? When did, when did it start? I think the first time I ever drove her, I just realized that she was <laughs> so she just So she's been doing this for a long time? Yes. Just puts the window down and barks. Yeah. Do you have anyone else on your team that you bring in your car that likes to share noises with the community? Um, Everett, raise his hand. <laughs> Can we shout out Everett? Give Everett some love. <laughs> Your sister? She makes animal noises? What which which animals, Everett? A fox? A bull? A buffalo and a fox. Okay. Medea, do you concur? Is this true? No. No? <laughs> so a fox. Maybe a fox. Medea, besides dog barking, who is the one on the team that is the loudest? Like, if you, if you had to do a trick play, let's say there's three seconds left on the clock, there's an out-of-bounds play, and you need to get the other team to stop focusing. Who would you trust to make some weird noises? Natalie Hongshead. She would just yep. say a random thing that popped in her head. It just come right out. Okay. All right. Bria, is there a trick play that you guys have used before? Our biggest trick play is Megan Medea, I think. Me and Tira, that's just—it's what we do. Okay, all right, fair enough. This season, we're in the midst of it. Bree, what have you taken away so far? Um, I think this year we've just really all gotten so close together, and we're all just—we all just love each other, and it's always so fun to be around each other. And I think we've really learned how to transition that onto the court and still be joking, still be laughing, but also get serious when we need to. There's a lot of teams that say that they love each other. Why is this real? Um, I think part of the reason is we've all played together for a long time. And also, being in Florida a week together definitely brought us a lot closer. I don't want to hear about Florida anymore. <laughs> My I'm still, bad. I'm still mad about Florida. So let's, let's go to Florida since y'all like to talk about Florida. So, And if you went to Disney, I already have a free pass, Coach, just so you know. Because we do a Disney show, so I have a pass to Disney every year. Well, I have to, I do have to pay for it, but I don't have to pay every time I go, which is nice. So, Bri, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Favorite Florida memory 
on the court, favorite Florida memory off the court? My favorite Florida memory on the court would be our last game down there. And, you know, halftime we were down by a lot, but we didn't let it affect us. And I think we came back the second half and we ended up coming back and winning that game. And it was a whole team effort and everyone just really putting 100% in to get the comeback. And my favorite memory off the court was probably the last day we were there. We didn't have a game and our flight wasn't until later. So we all got to stay on the pool together and we were all tanning and swimming. And it was just a great memory. To have that break, that relaxation, especially in December, to be able to tan in December. I think that that's anybody in central and upstate New York would appreciate that. Medea, same question. Best memory on and off the court in Florida? My best memory on the court would probably Right before we start the game, we have a talk with Coach, and Coach just gets us locked in and ready to play. Everyone's serious and ready to start. And then I, my favorite memory off the court, when we were at the parks, Sierra and Toy would just lead us everywhere. Coach would, be, Coach would be like, Sierra, where are we off to next? And then Sierra just marched, and we all follow. We were like little ducklings. Okay. So, see, I mean, have you always been like that? You just, you're like, hey, I'm leading the way. I'm just going to start walking, and they're going to follow me. Is that a you thing? I You knew your way around the park. But were you surprised when you took off that you turned around and all the ducks are kind of <laughs> right behind you? <laughs> did you ever lead them astray? Did you ever get lost in the park? No. Okay. Not once. All right. Favorite ride, Medea? The mummy. The mummy? Mm -hmm. All right. What was your favorite part of the mummy? Um, was the line the line wasn't long, right? Because it's December, so a little bit. Was it long? It was, it was she gave me she gave me a look. It must have been. I waited. It was like three hours, I think, when I waited. No, no. Okay. We played heads up when we were in line. A lot of people play that play the heads up game. It helps time to pass. <laughs> who is the Who is the best at heads up, Medea? Maddie Pokey. The best. Yeah. Who's the one that forgets, Bree? Who's the one that forgets what to do? Like either up or down. Who's the one that always forgets? Like I got it right, and then they don't know what to do. I think by the end we all knew how to do that, and by the end we were playing. Some rides you can't take your phone in the line. So by the end we were playing heads up with without anything, just with our minds, <laughs> acting random things out and guessing. So, did you like? How did so you had something in your head? Yes. <laughs> and they were supposed to read your mind. Well, no. So Maddie would hold like a fake phone, and then me and Sierra would just randomly start acting something out together, and then she would say it. And once she guessed it, we said yes, and she flipped her fake phone. How well did y'all do? Pretty well, I would say. Pretty well. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Reading each other's minds. Little different. What was the, what was, so you guys talked about what your, or you chose. She chose what you were acting out? We chose. You chose. She so she's guessing. Oh, okay. I get it now. So you're acting something out. So you talk to each other. No, we just, we telepathically did it. Okay. I'm going to go back for a minute. So there's no phone. Yeah. Fake phone holder. Yes. Has no idea what you guys are doing. Yes. There's no category. Nope. Could be anything in the world. Yes. You're not talking to Sierra. Nope. 
but you're both trying to create something that your teammate's going to get. Yes. So y'all got to read each other's minds. Yes. And it worked sometimes. And it worked. It works pretty well. What were some of the examples? Um, at one point, I delivered a baby from Sierra. You delivered a baby? Okay. Yes. <laughs> she gave birth. Okay. So the, so the answer was giving birth? Yes. And you got it. But you didn't know, walking into this, that Sierra was pregnant or that she was going to have a baby. Nope. <laughs> you just felt it in the moment. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something, and I'm probably going to get in trouble, but I'm going to say it. As a man, they say that men and women struggle to communicate. Stepping into what you just told me proves to me that women understand each other. We know. And men, we still have no idea. We know nothing. Okay, watch this, watch. If there's a man in the room that can understand a woman, shout. Nothing. Everett. Everett. That's it. Everett knows what the fox says, and that's all that matters. So, wow. Now, now I feel like I need to play heads up with this team and try to understand. But before I do that, Sierra, congratulations on your baby. Wow. Well, you know what? I guess that shows you guys can communicate yes. telepathically. Medea, besides that, was there any moment that defied all laws of everything on this trip? We, we went on the mummy, lip, closed her eyes the whole ride. She didn't know we went through fire. She didn't know fire was like... Anything. She didn't know anything happened. She didn't know we went up. She didn't know we went backwards. She, she was just there. Once we started moving, she was holding on tight and her eyes were shut. Totally shut. Like, in the ride and it's like they're showing you things yeah. eyes are closed. <laughs> so she has no memory no of the whole nothing no. <laughs> so you have no idea what happened no, <laughs> when you when you closed your eyes did it feel like you were moving or did you not feel like you were moving I felt the drop. <laughs> you felt the drop yeah. that's it yeah. did you know sierra was pregnant <laughs> <laughs> you didn't okay so so with that being said, let's jump into rapid fire. Medea, you get to ask me the first question. If you went to Florida, what ride, if you went to Universal, what ride would you go on? Uh, if I was invited by you guys, where would I do? Uh, I would say the Velocicoaster is one that I really want to go on because I haven't had the opportunity to. I finally went on Transformers, which is in the universal traditional side and then there's islands of adventure so i would want to go on i went on one of the harry potter ones i want to go on the other one with the dragon which is in universal and you walk toward that's crazy too like i had no idea where the harry potter land was and i'm walking with my dad and we go like into that brick area we go around the corner and everything is like leaning and it's like tiny but it's big and there's a dragon and then this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, man, do you know when the dragon spits fire? I'm like, bro, I didn't even know how I got in here. I had my eyes closed the whole time. But, no, I mean, it's, it's really cool. So, I mean, I would like to go on the rides I didn't get a chance to go on. But the Velocicoaster for sure, because there's really not a roller coaster I won't go on. So, 
except for Darien Lake, because some of those like are ready to crumble. Like they were they were gonna like probably implode about 35 years ago, but they're still here because they must know somebody that comes in. So when they have those people check the rides, they must like, I don't know, give them a couple hundred bucks and be like, this one's fine, don't worry about it. So probably the Velocicoaster. And now Darien Lake will never be a sponsor of the show, sorry. All right, Medea, mm, mm, let's see, where do we go? If you were a ride, like if you were a 3D ride, if you were a roller coaster, if you were a show, what ride would you choose to describe you and why? So if you could be any ride, thrill ride, a kid's ride, uh, like simulator, what would you be? The Himalayas. Himalayas? Mm -hmm. You know what those are? The spinny ones? Oh, okay, yeah. I know what you're saying. Why would you pick that one? Those are the ones at the fair? Yeah. The ones where you feel like I'm, I'm, Those like you're cool with it, and then after a while you're like, that's oh, yeah. enough. Yeah. I don't know why I would choose that. It's just the first one top of my head. Okay, so you'd pick those. All right, the Himalayas. God bless you for trying the rides at the fair, because you never know if they're safe. All right, Bree, I love you, New York State Fair, very much. Bree, what's your question? Okay, if you were given fifty thousand dollars right now, but you have to spend it in the next hour, and you can't invest it or anything like that, you have to spend it. What are you buying? Fifty thousand dollars right now? Yes. I oh man, that's a good question. I would probably go to the hospital and pay for somebody's surgery. So yeah, so that's yeah that's that's what I would do. I would give it to somebody that needs it. So, that's what I do. I would help somebody pay for their childbirth. <laughs> so, all right, Bree. If you had to choose one of these three activities to work at for the rest of your life, you can be the person that is like a professional skydiver that's on somebody's back, so every time they jump, you're with them. You can be that person. You can be someone who jumps into aquariums with sharks and helps to train the sharks and make them do tricks. Or you can live in Australia in a rainforest and your responsibility is to find all the poisonous species and try to get them in bags so you could study them. Well, I'm gonna say no to the rainforest because that's that's a whole another area. Okay. Skydiving, I think people would have to have a lot of trust in me that I don't know if I have in myself when it comes to skydiving. Okay. So I'm gonna say I am a shark trainer now. You're a shark trainer. Yes. Okay. Are you afraid of sharks? Um. Well, <laughs> if I saw one randomly, I would be a little frightened. But I think if I knew if I knew what to do, I could do it. So this is like a one B. If you right now in this moment had to tell me there's a shark about to attack somebody, you have to teach them how to get away from a shark attack. What would you tell them to do? Well, uh, punch them. You're supposed to punch them in the nose, I think. And then swim, <laughs> swim really fast. <laughs> punch them in the nose. By the way, and they tell you like it's easy. You're in the water, so it slows everything down. But Push you, through. Yeah, I don't know. Like I would say like stick your finger in their eye or their nose or something like that. You know, that too. play dead. 
You know, I don't know. They say to do that with bears, which I think bears made that rule up. Where they're like, if you see a bear in the wild, just stand there and the bear will not know that you're alive. That's a that's a that's a big fat lie. Bears wrote that. All right, Medea, what's your last question for me? If you could have any job, what would it be and why? I work for myself, so this is a pretty awesome job. So my company just turned 11, which is insane because I feel like I just started it yesterday. But I would say there's a lot of things I want to do. I want to make a movie. I'm kind of working on a documentary right now. And I don't want to say kind of. We are. We're in the beginning stages of it. So I would like to make a movie. I'd like to do more comedy stuff. And a lot of people don't know this about me, but it was my first passion way before sports. I would like to do a little bit of my music because I've made music. I've sang my whole life. I've created a lot of things. I've written a bunch of stuff. So I'd like to be able to work with somebody in a studio, you know. So that would be fun. That'd be fun to do that. All right, Medea. Let's see. Medea, let's let's stay with music. You have to produce an album. And you get to feature three people on Three of your tracks, you're making the album. Who are the three people that you feature on your album? Everett. <laughs> I would do Everett. <laughs> um, is it on the team or is it just anyone? Could be anybody. I'll do on the team. Okay. Um, Sierra and Bree. Okay, Sierra and Bree. Why? Why the three that you picked? Well, me and Sierra have pretty, like, good music taste together, and then Brie would throw in her Taylor Swift, so it'd be a good mix. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're big on Taylor Swift. I'm then. big on Taylor Swift. Okay. This is not my question. This is just, I want to know. Why Taylor Swift? Because, you know, she's got so many albums, and she just has a song for every moment. Like, if something happens to you, she's wrote about it. Do you think she dates in order to write albums? You know, if she does, it's working. And if she doesn't, I she's finding love. It's it's a win-win no matter what. Is she finding love though? I mean, Travis Kelsey's a good-looking guy. Here's my thing with here's my thing with Kelsey though. Do you do you buy it though? Do you buy that they're actually together? Do you think it's like a media thing? Well, personally, I hope that it's real. Okay. I think they're cute. <laughs> Okay. And if it is a media thing, good for them. Good business decisions everywhere. Good business decisions. All right. Okay, Bree, what's your what's your last question for me? Out of like all the interviews you've done, what has been one that was just really influential and like stuck with you? That's a good question. A really influential that stuck with me. It would it would have to be I mean, I've talked about talking with him before and he's passed on, so my good friend up in heaven. I can't believe that I could say this and he knows it, but Floyd Little and I became really good friends for the last like eight years, eight or so years that he was alive. And I mean, he, when I started my company, I was at a crossroads. I was being treated very poorly at the radio station I was at. I had just been lied to in kind of a contract thing. And I was lost, I was 26. I was like really just having like heavy emotion at the time. And I was like, what do I do? Like, how am I going to, how am I going to handle this? And I went to my mom, my dad, my mom's mom, G mama call her. And I went to Floyd. And so when I went, to, that's funny because Floyd played for the Broncos and that's kind of funny that that came up. But 
I went I went to Floyd and I don't think he knows like how much of an influence he was on me starting my company. And I'll never forget what he said. And he used to get really loud and then he would get really quiet. So he would he looked at me and we weren't recording at the time and I was in his office at Syracuse and I said I was like, man, I just I was just lost. And he said, Hey, you got it. He said, There's certain people, he said, when you see somebody, they got this aura. He said, You can't not everybody's got it. He said, but you got that. You got that. Like, you're going to be successful. He said, I see it. I see it in you. He's like, you're going to be all right. You're going to be successful. You're going to be good. I started my company right after that. So probably have to say Floyd. Clap it up for Floyd. Floyd deserves some more. So my question for you, Bree, that was an awesome question. Y'all have given me some good ones. So here we go, Bree. You will become the first female president of the United States. Jesus knows we need a lot of help up top for many years now, no matter what side anybody's on. So you're the president of the United States. What is the first thing that you do, and who is your vice president? Well, if we're going from the team, my vice president is my girl, Maddie Pokey. And, you know, I've played with her since I was really young, and she just, we're on the same page, and I think we can make some good changes. And she'd be good when you're dealing with other countries, because they could never tell her poker face. Yeah, she can, she can settle the foreign affairs. Yeah. And my first thing that I'm doing, oh, that's a, that's a loaded question. I'm giving a speech, and I'm just telling everybody that I love them and that we shouldn't be divided and that we should just spread more love. That's a good answer. It's a good answer. Because people are like, what are you going to talk about? Healthcare, gas, egg prices. No, love each other. Be nice. Stop barking at people. Beverly. But... No, we all need a little more love, do we not? So with that being said, for Medea, for Bree, for myself, Dan Tortora, we want to thank you for being with us on Wake Up Call. Pizza Man Pub every single month with the Baldwinsville Bees. The Bees are awesome. Girls basketball team, always a pleasure having you all here. Let's clap it up one more time. <laughs>